You're listening to The Loop, an audio series about the mud, microbes, and mammals in the Gulf of Mexico. I'm David Levin. What if we could deal with oil spills before they happen? Engineer Andrew Zigweed thinks it's possible. Uh, so bringing scientists together with technologists is really a place where we can flourish and grow and, and learn a lot more. Uh, so I think it's, it's really powerful to have all these people in one place. How could we do that? Stay tuned. In the heart of the French Quarter in New Orleans, brass bands are warming up for the crowds. Their notes echo over the Mississippi River, which flows by the levee just behind them. It mingles with the sound of container ships steaming by, bound for the Gulf of Mexico. The brass bands are getting ready for another Mardi Gras season. But this February, the Gulf itself will be the main event at two big conferences across town. The first, called Underwater Intervention, is the world's biggest gathering for undersea oil and gas tech companies. The second is the Gulf of Mexico Oil Spill and Ecosystem Conference, or GOMOSIS for short. It's a huge collection of scientists working to understand the effects of oil on the Gulf environment. At first glance, the two conventions don't seem to overlap much. They're, they're two separate things entirely. Andrew Zigweed is a technologist and oceanographer for the firm ASV Global. He says that separation is slowly dissolving thanks to a small side conference called TechSurge. It started in 2018 to bring scientists, government regulators, and oil engineers together. And when TechSurge reconvenes this February, those groups will have a chance to collaborate on new ideas and technology, and a plan for a threat everyone is concerned about, oil spills. What we're trying to accomplish is really trying to uh, stimulate the engagement between the scientific community and the engineering slash technological community. Rick Spinrad is an oceanographer at Oregon State University. He's also president of the Marine Technology Society. So often the disconnect between those communities results in uh, assumptions being made about what new technology is most appropriate or what scientific problem is the highest priority. It means that oil companies and researchers tend to misunderstand each other's needs. Scientists have to have data about the Gulf's waters to understand its ecosystem. Oil companies are often out there trying to get similar data, but they use it to do what they do best extract crude. So why not bring the scientists and oil engineers together to get the information they all need? It's taken a while, I think, for the academic community to come up to speed on the work that the oil spill response industry had been undertaking for years. This is Susan Roberts. I'm the director of the Ocean Studies Board at the National Academy of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine. She's studying the effects of dispersants on the Gulf after the 2010 Deepwater Horizon spill. When the next big disaster hits, she hopes that the conversations starting at TechSurge will lead to better, more coordinated ways of responding to spills without leaving the Gulf ecosystem reeling. I'd love to see if you know, something really novel and that you know, we couldn't even in our wildest dreams imagine that would be a really effective response. Maybe there's a, a really novel idea out there and someday, you know, the next time there's a spill, we'll be able to clean up and, and recover more of the oil than we are now. It's not so far-fetched an idea. The oil industry is developing powerful new technology for monitoring equipment, pipelines, and infrastructure. Some of that can help prevent spills before they start. But if a spill does happen, stopping the oil will mean knowing exactly where it is and where it's going, even if it's hidden under the surface. The sooner you can characterize the physical characteristics of a particular spill, a particular leak, 
the sooner you're going to be able to say, okay, this is what it's going to do. Again, Rick Spinrad. The, the unfortunate thing right now is it requires a lot of data, and, and that means observing a particular spill for a, an amount of time that gives you enough data to say, here's what we think the trajectory and the uh, fate and evolution of that particular spill might be. So earlier detection, earlier characterization uh, probably leads to improved uh, mitigation and response. That's where the partnerships formed at TechSurge will be especially useful. New oil production technology, like drones or robotic boats, could be used to sniff out spills before they grow to huge proportions. And that's something scientists and oil companies would both want to see happen, although for different reasons. Responding quickly to a spill would reduce its impact on the environment, but it would also give oil companies a way to recover their lost product. Again, Andrew Zigweed. And that's kind of a different way to think about it because now there's a vested interest from those who've lost their product to recover an asset rather than you know, face the penalties of the damage caused by their spill. In the end, though, it doesn't really matter if the goal of new technology is to protect the environment or to protect an investment, as long as the end result is the same, a cleaner gulf. And that, says Rick Spinrad, is the point of conferences like TechSurge. All too often we tend to think that those are diametrically opposed um, motivations. They're not. There is an intersection of the economic and the environmental objectives. That's really what we're talking about here. Granted, the conference isn't a cure-all, but it is a step in the right direction. By bringing together scientists that study the effects of oil with engineers that service the oil industry, it gives them a chance to find common ground. And that could lead to a healthier Gulf of Mexico. For The Loop, I'm David Levin. Funding for The Loop and for Sea Image is provided by grants from BP and the Gulf of Mexico Research Initiative. The Loop is a production of the University of South Florida.